We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 132. Our guest today has an amazing history within our sport, riding for some of the top professionals in both the dressage world and the hunter-jumper world. But what I really wanted to have him on for is to talk about a product that he has been endorsing and working with for a while now that he found in Europe when he was looking for horses. And it has really been a product that has been super beneficial for horses that are coming back from injury. So I thought it would be a fun topic to talk and learn more about today for you to hear about. So here to talk about the science and why this product works so well, I would love to welcome our guest today, Jay Golding. Well, I would love to hear about how you first got into the equestrian industry. When I was tiny, my parents used to take me to the Bronx Zoo in New York. Love it. And I used to get a pony ride. And the faster it went, the more it bounced me around, the more I liked it. Yep. And then they found a stable nearby in Pelham Manor, New York. And I went for riding lessons. I don't think I was more than five years old. I mean, I was really young. Then I moved to uh, Purchase, New York. And there's a stable right on the road where we lived. And I rode my bicycle down there and would clean horses or do odd jobs for free rides, that sort of thing, and just grew more and more. And I mean, they taught me, it was an old German fellow. And he said, if you're going to do this, you have to know about everything you ask someone else to do. So I learned how to make hay, learned how to make stalls, how to clean horses, you you name it. I learned all of that. So cool. Awesome. So then at that point in time, how old were you? It was probably from about eight or nine to probably around 15 years old. I'm guessing I was there, 15 or 16. Then from that point, there was a fellow by the name of Harry Gilheis, a dressage rider, Dutch fellow, very colorful guy. And he was one of the early people in importing horses to this country. I remember there's one horse that Billy Robertson showed when he was on the team. Le Bon Shot, and then I can't remember, there were other horses as well. Ah, and my father wanted to buy a horse, and the fellow who owned the, uh, the stable said, you should never own your own horse till you're able to ride all the horses here, and you can't ride all the horses here, so you didn't have your own horse. <laughs> but he didn't believe in jumping until you had a perfect seat. Well, no one ever had a perfect seat. Yeah. It just didn't happen in his world. So my father got into it, and he talked to Harry Gilheis about going to Europe, and finding him some horses because nice. this German fellow, Conrad Fisher, said, oh, there are no, no horses in, in the U.S. Yep. So Harry brings back two horses. One was the four-year-old champion of France, and the other was the five-year-old champion of France. Okay. Well, the five-year-old champion of France turned out to be a horse by the name of Manon that Frank Chapeau showed on the team very successfully. Wow. And prior to that, Sonny Brooks, who rode horses from my father, showed the horse with great success. I mean, he was one big classes at Oxridge, all the big shows in the Northeast. Yeah. And very successful with it. My father got into it and wanted me to have more horses to ride. So I ended up with like seven horses, but I didn't get to ride most of them somehow. 
<laughs> and it just grew from, I guess, from Sonny Brooks. And then we had several horses, I guess, three or four horses left. And I wanted to ride with George Morris. It was time to make a logical progression. And George said he would take my father's horses on only if I could have the horses to ride and find the right horses for me, the suitable horses. Yeah. So my father agreed. And at this point, I'd been teaching riding lessons and saving up money to buy horses also. Mm -hmm. So I owned one of the horses and what have you. But George was totally instrumental in helping me along. And from George, then I went and rode with Rodney Jenkins and then started my own business in Virginia. And my, my entire focus that whole time were jumpers, mm -hmm. but there weren't really jumpers in Virginia, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> at that point. So I went into the hunter business and grew into that. And because that was a much more pervasive business in Virginia, that's what I stayed with. Mm -hmm. And then at one point I went and worked as Rodney's ground person for a couple of years and helped him with the sales in his barn as well. And then, and then at that point was completely on my own and things evolved with a a breeding operation and a sales operation went to Florida every, every season starting in 1978, I guess. And at one point had like 77 horses between the breeding operation, whatever wow. had, I mean, five horses, what have you. Mm -hmm. And then started going to Europe about 30 years ago, I'm guessing. And this fellow that I'd been buying horses from for years, who I really liked really on a salt of the earth fellow, Andreas Nienaber, having dinner one night in, at his house in Germany, he said, you know, this business is getting really hard here in Germany. Mm. And I found this product in Australia through his father-in-law, which turned out to be bone care. And he showed wow. me x-rays and articles that were written there. And he's telling me it does all these things for horses and it's getting boring and my eyes are glazing over and I'm thinking, yeah, and it's Christmas as well too. <laughs> and, he, and he said one thing that resonated with me, he said, it'll fill in OCDs and youngsters. So I said, well, if it'll do that, I want it for the States. Yeah. Now, mind you, he didn't even have it in Germany. So he built a business there, started manufacturing in Germany. He had all, all the rights to do that there. And I was going to Europe five or six times a year for 10 days to two weeks looking at horses and importing horses. Sure. And so I'd always be in touch with him. And at one point he said, well, if you'd like it for the States, you can have it. So I said, I'm game. <laughs> so he sent me a pallet of this stuff. And I used it in my barn on maybe about 50 horses over the course of a year. And I started to find that he did, it did everything he said it would do. I had one horse that just, it was, it was a six-year-old, but it just kept growing. And every six weeks, it would be lame, just growing pains. And this was, a year was going on like this. And I'd done everything you could do to try and get him sound. And I put, and we were just started on this, so I put him on it. And after about six weeks, I thought, you know, this horse is supposed to be lame about now. 
he doesn't feel so good, but I don't have to stop today. Well, at any rate, from that point on, I never looked back. And after three months, the horse is perfect. Amazing. On it. And we kept him on it for another two years and he was sold and went on to be a fabulous horse. And we had horses with other bone problems. And then I had, we had an older horse in the barn that was a very successful show horse at WEF. But you'd have to spend 20 minutes walking him at the ring just to loosen him up enough to trot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy him as a sound horse, but we got him to a point where he was certainly serviceably sound. Well, after three weeks on it, you only had to walk him for 10 minutes a day, not 20. Well, in a horse's life, a rider's life, or helps life, that, that's a big difference. Definitely. The wear on the horse. Well, he stayed at that level, it did, but he was a useful horse for another two years. And he was mm-hmm. an older horse at that point and, and a win, quite a winning horse. So, and then as other people started using it, we're getting reports of, okay, here are x-rays on OCDs, on fractures, and people who were using it on horses where they had been injecting their necks about every six months. Right. After a year on bone care, all of a sudden they said, well, we don't need to inject our horse anymore. And And it went on and on. We now have people who say it's helped their horses with ring bone and side bone. I didn't think you could do that. Wow. But it did. And it helps your middle-aged horses just as a preventative. People don't realize how long these warm bloods grow, so it helps those horses that grow till this eight and nine years old. It's your young horses that are building new bone. It really helps them tremendously. And it's, it's just turned out to be a wonderful, wonderful product. And people come to me and say, well, will it help this? And I say, well, try it. Yeah. Or <laughs> we've had people have used it and it's really worked. Or I don't really know. <laughs> but they, they, they've I said, but from what you're telling me, you have no more options. You've done everything you could do. Try it and figure this is going to take a while. And every single one has come back and said, you know, it's helped. Wow. Some people may might get a year more out of their horse. Some people get much more. It just depends on the horse, how they metabolize, how deep-rooted their issues are. So they all eat it. It's, it's, uh, it's an excellent product. And the science behind it is really good and makes sense as well. Yeah, tell me a little bit about the science behind um because it's uh, vitamin K, right? Vitamin K, K1, K2. Uh, D3 is in it, some calcium, but K1 is a major ingredient. Horses produce K1, K2 in their bodies, to give you a short rundown of this. Not on what is needed for that individual, just what nature said. Okay, this this is what you get. Yeah. The only other place a horse can get K1 is from good quality pasture. That happens to be grass with that's rich in k1 10 to 12 hours a day that's what they need so if they're deficient which most horses especially show horses are horses in places where they don't have a great deal of pasture or some horses just don't metabolize what what's in the pasture well enough they need this when you cut grass for hay k1 is uv light sensitive so it's 90% degraded within 10 to 12 hours of curing. Hmm. So basically, your hay has none. 
So what these people did is they were able to alter the K1 molecule to give it, make the product UV light tolerant and give it a shelf life. Wow. And that's what they have done. So other, otherwise, there's no, there's no way to preserve the K1. Occasionally, you see K1 in an oil, but it's not bioavailable for a horse. This is water-soluble. It go, it's, if you put in the glass, stir it once, it's in suspension. And that's why you won't see K1 anywhere on any product. Mm. You just don't see it. It's, that's what these fellows developed. Cool. Do you add it to your supplement, like your horse's grain? Yeah, just to put in the grain. It's, it's not that much. It's a powder. It has a slightly sweet taste. Mm. So they all like it. And they all eat it. Nice. And we've had one or two people say, well, my horse is a finicky eater. And they've gone on and eaten it. Wow. And I said, you know, if, if they just won't eat it, put it in a little syringe and just mix some water and squirt it in their mouths. It tastes mm -hmm. good, you know, because it is water-soluble. But no one's had to do that, per se. Amazing. I wanted to thank our sponsor today, O3 Animal Health. If you haven't heard about them before, their signature product is Equine Omega Complete. It's a specifically formulated blend that does so much more than simply add weight if needed or produce a shiny hair coat for your horse. These products support healthy cell function in the horse. They cleanse the cell membrane. Every cell in a horse's body is surrounded by fat. Their products provide the healthiest fat possible so that nutrients and waste can get in and out of the cells. O3 Animal Health is used by some of the top horse breeders, trainers, horse owners, vets, and it supplies a complete balance of beneficial fatty acids to provide the perfect fat for proper cell function. If you want to learn more, I had Kathleen Downs, who is a representative over at O3 Animal Health, on the podcast. She was episode 122, if you want to go check it out, or you can visit their website at o3animalhealth.com. And if you want to try out any products, use the code PODCAST for $10 off any product. Thank you so much, O3 Animal Health. All right, let's get back to the episode. What, yeah, I mean, you you touched on some success stories of, you know, things that you didn't even know, you know, it's worth a try to look into seeing if it will be helpful. But what are some stories that kind of stick out in your head that have been, you know, just amazing bone care stories of horses that have really come back to thrive from it? Well, I was just given a story yesterday by a veterinarian in Kentucky. A client was a, uh, the, the fellow was a, a client of Dr. Scott Bennett's who passed away last year. And apparently the people went to him because their previous vet said this, this with the OCDs this horse has, put him down. They didn't want to do that. So Scott Bennett said, try this product. Well, Lewis Johnson, who's now their veterinarian, came in about a few months ago on the case. Scott had passed away, and they did new x-rays. And he said, you know, the OCDs are there, but this horse is just about sound, and I would keep wow. going for another six months. He does not have the original set of x-rays because the practice was sold and there are two different uh, pro computer programs and it just is in the netherworld somewhere. But he said from what he was told, this horse was a euthanasia case mm -hmm. and it could possibly be a very useful horse shortly. 
Wow. That was the most recent amazing that's story. Exciting. <laughs> wow. That's so, that's so exciting. What, is there a type of horse that is not a good candidate for bone care? One that's not a horse. If it's a horse, <laughs> if it's a horse, it's a good candidate for mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, and like you were saying before, it seems like there are some situations for just preventative care that all horses would find benefit in having that vitamin K. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no question about it. Interesting. Yeah, that's so cool. Where can people purchase bone care? They can purchase it online or directly through me. We don't have it. It's not in tax shops. It's not, you, you won't find it at a discounter. And it's basically been a business that I have started and it's been me doing the whole thing. And now I have someone, Sarah Gentry in Chicago, who's been helping me with it. Great. And she's been familiar with the product for three or four years and she's actually doing some sales with me and she has, she's had her family set horses for years and they they use it and they quite like it. They've all been professional horsemen. Mm-hmm. And other than that, that's about where, where you'd find it. it, yeah. it, it there is a, there's a website, and I'm happy to people text me, call me. I'm happy to talk about it. I actually enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. With, with someone that's trying it out for the first time, what's the time frame that you like horses to be on it You know, before they would see any results or changes? This is what I've learned. The quickest results we've had were in two weeks. Wow. One fellow came to me, said, there, I, I, there's a difference in my horse. I was, he was a fancy show horse. He's going to retire. He's a professional horseman. And he said, I see a difference in this already. So for bone bruising, that sort of thing, it can work quite quickly. The, the thing is, if it's strictly a bone problem, it's not going to heal or help bone in three weeks. First, it has to get into the blood, bring the calcium, the phosphorus, and the collagen into the bone to help start to build new, new bone, take, take the calcium that isn't, that isn't where it belongs in the blood in, in, into the bone. At any rate, that takes some time, and then it takes a long time to build bone to, mm-hmm. to do that. So you're talking about two months, three months, six months, sometimes eight or nine months. Right. I have one fellow when I started, he had a jumper. He had it on it for six weeks, didn't see a difference. But the horse had been a new bolt and everywhere there was, they knew it was somewhere in his back. They didn't know what it was, how to fix it. So I said, well, you should try another container. Tried the second container. So that brought him up to 14 weeks. He said, I'm not sure if I see a difference in my horse, but I don't think I should stop. Another container brought him up to 20 weeks on it. So that's a long period of time. At that point, he called me. He'd moved his horse from the meter 30s to the meter 40s. Of course, it's showing successfully, and he sold the horse two months later. Wow. So, you know, it, it can take quite a while. But there's a veterinarian who's retired now, Dr. Daniel Flynn, who was my vet for years and years and years. He's past president of the AAP, and he helped me when I started. He researched the product, spoke to the scientist who developed it, researched vitamin K. I mean, he spent hours and hours and hours over the course of a year with this, looked at x-rays. They sent me to approve them. These show something. No, these, these aren't from the same angle, that sort of thing who is most helpful with that 
And one of the final things he said to me is, I believe every horse should be on this product. Wow. He doesn't endorse products, but he, he did the work and really liked it. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty good stamp of approval. Yeah. And I'd say now there are about 35 different veterinarians who use it. We've been to the American Association of Equine Practitioners trade show twice now with it. And every veterinarian who has started with it, either one of those trade shows, is still using it in larger, larger quantities. Wow. And other veterinarians about it and they like it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What would you say is an area of the industry that you are particularly passionate about that you feel like the rest of the equestrian community either just doesn't know a lot about or doesn't really talk that much about? Well, so much as that, I mean, all most of the different venues are quite separate. I mean, I, I started with jumpers out of necessity. I had to do hunters. Jumpers are really actually my passion. Mm-hmm. Although very interested in the, obviously very interested in the hunters for sure. But I spend more time at the huntering than the jumper ring now. The reining people have gotten into it and like it quite a bit. We've got some top reiners who do use it. It would be good to get into polo, but <clears throat> you have to know people who, who will try it. Sure. Actually use it, try it. And racing has been very, very difficult. But with if this COVID thing passes, we've got some very good opportunities in the thoroughbred world to get on with it there. Wow. So it's, it's all parts of the thoroughbred world. If, if, if the COVID thing ends, there's a, a barrel racing association that wants us to be their name sponsor wow. at one of events this summer. Yep. It's just a matter of how much travel we can do, that sort right. of thing. Exactly. So it's a matter of growing it and it's me doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the whole idea of what you're doing with bone care is definitely an area that not a lot of people talk about, but it's a, I mean, even just the idea of your horses not having enough vitamin K naturally. I mean, there's definitely a huge need for that in their diet. Yeah. Uh, well, that, and that's proven science. That's proven science. The um, amazing thing, they have this for people in Germany as well, a human version. Okay. And people have taken the equine version in this country, and it has done their fractures have healed in 40% less time. Wow. One person with a stenosis, she used to wake up with her arms numb six mornings out of seven, and she had stopped riding, stopped playing tennis. Now it's one morning out of 10. It took about nine or 10 months to get there. She rides, she plays tennis now. Wow. Yeah. Worth it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some things just take a lot longer, but it, 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 I know they sell it to racing camels. Mm, Really? (laughs) Research on it. But apparently there are very fine racing camels where they do use this right across the board. Wow. Interesting. I love that. So if it, I think if any sort of animal, it works in the patent on this, they talk about osteoporosis and vitamin K. And they're, they're saying that people don't get the vitamin K in their diets that they used to, which is why they see more vi- uh, osteoporosis. Hmm. People used to get their vitamin K from fat in grass-fed beef. Well, not many people eat grass-fed beef today. Right. And the, it's abundant in your, in, your, in your really dark vegetables, kale, spinach, and the, as the, they lighten up, the, it's amazing how the K, vitamin K levels drop. 
I don't know whether this is still true, but at one point, the U, the fluorescent lights in the vegetable department degraded the K1 in your kale and wow. so people just weren't getting the same. And the human version is very similar to the equine version anyways. Okay. Amazing. Cool. It sounds like a really cool product. It sounds like something that more and more people are using. I mean, for myself being a part of the hunter jumper world, who are some people in our little niche of the industry that are using it and loving it? Uh, where do I start? <laughs> Let me go with the jumper world because it's more on my mind just at this very yeah. second. And, uh, Brian Cornane uses it. Shane Sweetenham uses it on and off. Sean Wordley uses it. Alejandro Caroli, his brother Angel uses it. Uh, Nikki Simpson has used it. Let me let me think. Um, there there are quite quite a lot of people in the hunter world. Kelly Farmer uses yes. it. Kelly Farmer, uh, yes, uses it. They've used it on some horses. Tom Wright has used it. Okay, nice. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Just it's it's whoever yeah. whoever was on my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I see use it. Uh, Mary Man Freddie uses it a lot in her barn. Bridget Holman has just started using it. I know Allison Firestone has used it in the past. She had a mare that they loved using it. I don't know whether they still use it. Rushy Marsh uses it. Jessica Springsteen, mm -hmm. they use it. But it's mostly the people that I've known in the show world mm -hmm. and people that I've gone to. And that's why I wanted to use it myself for a year, knowing about it, because the first people I was going to sell it to were my friends. Right. Yeah. So exactly. it, 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 I wanted to make sure it was something that you know that I could believe in mm -hmm. and stand behind. Absolutely. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, Jay, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I think that this is definitely a topic that needs to be talked about more. And it's amazing that there is a product behind it now too with bone care. So thank you so much again for taking the time and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next week.